Welcome to Working for Women, the independent women's forum podcast, where we are changing the conversation about women and public policy for the better. Hi, I'm Hadley Heath Manning, and I'm Director of Policy for Independent Women's Forum and your host for today's Working for Women podcast. Today, I'm joined by Carrie Lucas. She's our president at IWF, and we're really excited to talk about this topic today. We're going to talk about paid family leave. It's something near and dear to our hearts at Independent Women's Forum, and Carrie's here to tell me about an important update. Uh, so thanks for joining me today, Carrie. Yeah, Hadley, thanks for, thanks for having me. So Senator Marco Rubio just dropped an important bill, and it relates to this topic, and it relates specifically um, to something we've been covering a lot at Independent Women's Forum, and that is the idea of Social Security parental leave. Can you tell me a little bit about this concept, especially for our listeners who might be new to, to the idea? Yeah, absolutely. You know, and it's interesting because I feel like this is something we've been talking a lot about IWF, but um, at IWF. But, uh, but this really is a very new concept. Um, the Independent Women's Forum published a paper in January written by our um, fellow, um, Kristen Shapiro, um, and that was really the first time that this idea had been introduced in the public debate. And it was really a new approach to the, the problem of paid family leave and how to expand access to paid family leave. So it's, um, you know, it's really important for people to get the background. And um, what Kristen had suggested was that instead of creating a, a whole new entitlement program to try to deliver paid fa- um, family leave to those who, who need it, um, that instead we try to, to do better with the entitlement programs we already have. And um, in particular, she said, let's look at Social Security, which is a program that people start um, p- paying into on their very first day of work. And, um, and so the idea behind Social Security to do it today is that you're going to to pay in um, throughout your working life and then start collecting benefits at retirement at age 67. Um, but Kristen said, gosh, you know, a lot of people really need um, help much more, um, you know, in their 20s and 30s when they have a baby and are more financially vulnerable. Um, and I think we should give them the option of taking some of their benefits now in exchange for the delaying them later. Um, and kind of the, the central premise is that this isn't meant to expand um, a program. It's um, this is there's already benefits out there. There's did your benefits have a value, and so it's allowing people workers to to have some freedom in deciding when they need their benefits more and giving them the option to access a share of those benefits a little earlier in life. So that's what we um, that was the, the the idea that um, that IWF had published, and then we were really excited when Senator Rubio, um, who like, really liked it and has been working on legislation and to try to turn this into an actual a bill that could be introduced and considered by Congress. And that happened um, last, um, just this month, we had, um, Senator Rubio has submitted some, um, a legislation to, in the Senate. And so um, it's moving this, this important concept forward. Yeah, it's a really innovative and uh, creative way to tackle this problem. I, I've really enjoyed um, learning about it at IWF and advocating uh, for it. So what makes uh, Senator Rubio's bill in particular different? You know, what are some of the details of that plan? And, and also tell us, Carrie, why this step of getting this idea into legislation is so important. Yeah. You know, I think one of the most important things is that as we, as we've, um, as I mentioned, as we've been talking about, this is a really new idea. And so one of the important things when a, a new idea is coming out is that you start um, kind of thinking it through more clearly and thinking through, well, how will this work in practice? Because a lot of times an idea sounds good, but you haven't um, thought through how it's going to 
um, you know, is it feasible? Um, you know, how would it work? How, what's the kind of administration that would need it to happen? And, um, and think through different scenarios. Um, and so Senator Rubio has been doing a lot of the, the, um, the hard work of, um, of kind of figuring out how this could work and how to make this actually compatible with our current social security system and with the bureaucracy that would have to, you know, make sure the payments go to the right people and not the wrong people and make sure that the, the trade-off that this core concept of the exchange between um, if you take leave now, you're going to be deferring benefits later to make sure that's a fair trade. Um, and so, um, so it's just really important that this concept is now being turned into kind of reality or being turned into um, uh, something, something solid. And I um, mean, it's been interesting. I was, I was very interested to see how um, the Senator uh, moved forward on things, including on that, that central trade-off idea at IWF, we'd been um, uh, we've been um, you know, talking to people about um, their analysis and estimate of what that trade-off would have to be. Um, at first, we thought it was going to have to be it would only have to be about six weeks. That was what we published in the um, six weeks for for twelve weeks. So it would be you'd have to give up less retirement than um, than for your parental leave. But then actually, as we as people were crunching out the numbers um, and we as people learned more about this, uh, the estimate went up. Um, and thought, okay, it's probably closer to a one for one. So if you take one p- week of parental leave, you'll need to give up one week of retirement. Um, and what Senator Rubio has chosen to do is basically um, to recognize that that um, that we don't quite know yet, and that a lot of times this is we're going to have to make sure that this is a a work in progress to make sure it's fair to parents, but also the parents who take the leave, but also fair to everybody who doesn't. And so he has uh, has talked about making it or in this legislation, he puts it in the hands of the actuaries, the guys who are most involved in the numbers. To each year, come up with an, uh, an estimate so that parents will, um, you know, can have an estimate of how long they would have to, what the offset would be. But then not putting it in stone so that um, if if we need to make amendments later, or it needs to be revised later. That that's something that could be could be done as a part of the um, as a part of the system. So I thought that was really inter- an innovative way to to do this, and that's the kind of thing that's happening now as this is um, being more vetted. Yeah, I think that's really important to be you know, fiscally responsible. I know that's something we care about at Independent Women's Forum, that uh, in order to keep our government limited, you know, this proposal about paid family leave, we really want it to be budget neutral over the long run. So I appreciate Senator Rubio's concern um, in that vein as well. Now, Carrie, there's a lot going on uh, at home in the United States. It's an election year. Uh, People are often talking about changes in the economy, which, you know, some of those things are exciting and important. People are um, looking abroad at international affairs that are considering our position in some trade deals. And, you know, this is this is all important stuff. So is the issue of paid family leave something that's really important to people? And um, do you think people care about this? Do you think Congress cares about this? Um, and, yeah. you know, why, why should we care about this? Yeah, you know, it's it's interesting because this is one of those that, that isn't doesn't have kind of the the urgency of, of some of the other issues that are in front of Congress. Um, but I do hope that they give it a lot of attention. Um, you right now there is um, it's it's interesting when you look at everything that government does, and I you know you and I have talked a lot, and we write a lot at IWF about how government being um, being too big already and doing trying to do too much. Um, uh, but there is this kind of interest or a, a problematic hole in the safety net where a lot of people who really could use support um, after having a um, after having a baby are falling through the cracks and are ending up on other forms of public assistance. So, so pa- taxpayers are often ending up 
helping people who um, who needed paid leave, but doing it through other programs. Um, so I think that this is a way that you really could take a, um, a real rationalization of our safety net, um, really help some people who need it and need help today. Um, you know, moms who are um, having, you know, um, uh, our babies, it seems like, a, you know, it's a very... Um, it's an urgent problem for, for them today. So I would hope that it would be something that our lawmakers would also prioritize. But again, this isn't always, I think sometimes I, um, I'm bothered that we, when every time we talk about this, we kind of focus like, Oh, I'm the poor, the mom with the baby and not such a, um, you know, sympathetic um, person. Um, but I actually think it's just as important. And I'm just as worried if this isn't just about parents, this is also about non-parents because, um, you know, of course we not only we want the, the child brought into the world to be able to have the, the nurturing that he or she needs, but we also want to make sure that it's a system that's fair to everybody else. And um, and I think that importantly, this system would be fair. Um, it's not just a new handout to the sympathetic um, group of, of new parents. Um, this is something that asks people to have a trade-off to say, okay, you know, we really want you to have support when you need it, um, but you can't just you know, you can't just always turn to government for, for more and more um, support. So we're asking you to make a sacrifice and that's saying you can have your support now, but you're going to have to um, delay uh, your access to something else later. So I do think that this is not just good for parents. This is also good for taxpayers, good for other workers and good for the economy as a whole. Um, so I hope that it's, uh, it can get some um, garner a little bit of attention and we can move this conversation forward because I really think this could be something that helps a whole lot of people um, without growing government, and that would be a, a win for everybody. Yeah, I, I got to agree. I, I know you know this, Carrie, but I just came back from a, a maternity leave, and um, we have several you know people at Independent Women's Forum who are um, sort of in that part of life where we're having kids and growing our families. And it is, it is really tough to welcome a new baby to your family. <laughs> you know, it's such a great joy, sure. but uh, it's a very critical time for families. And um, I feel fortunate that I have an offer of, uh, you know, paid family leave as a benefit at work and more and more American parents are in that position because as our economy continues to grow, employers are able to offer those benefits that people care about. And the thing that I love about our proposal is that really of all the, the plans to expand paid family leave, ours would interfere with those private options the least because you're right, it is something um, of value, the social security benefits that we want to collect uh, upon our retirement age that workers would have to trade in order to get social security uh, parental leave. Um, so if people want to learn more about our uh, plan, I encourage them to visit our website, iwf.org. There is a, a policy focus available uh, online that is uh, called a budget neutral solution to paid family leave. You can read it. Uh, we've got lots of articles on this topic as well. You can learn how our plan compares again to some of those other ideas that are out there. We believe ours is the very best. And uh, as Carrie said, could be a win for everyone. So um, visit independent women's forum online. Um, please share this podcast with anyone you think is interested in the topic and would like to learn more about it. Thank you, Carrie, for being our guest today. I've been talking with Carrie Lucas. She's our president at independent women's forum. I'm Hadley Heath Manning, Director of Policy, and we appreciate you tuning in for yet another edition of our Working for Women podcast. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, please give it a thumbs up, share it on social media, or stop by iwf.org for similar content.